Hey, tell them as any to represent Jamrock Organics, them have the best thing. Many summary wanna Jamrock Organics, tell them we say. have the best legal and many marijuana. We grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. Are the best legal and many marijuana. Grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. What's up, everyone? In this week's episode, we're doing something a bit different. We call it the mashup. In today's mashup, we'll update you on three major stories happening in the world of CBD and cannabis. Our first story, an update on the world of vaping and its safety. Our second story, cannabis stocks and recent developments in Canada. And our third and final story, cannabis adult use in Michigan. We hope you enjoy this week's mashup. I'm your host, Garth Case, alongside my partners in all things green, Odin Gabay and Andre Brown, and this is The Real Green Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, you there? Hey, what's going on? Yo, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Andre? Live and direct, brothers. How all you right. doing? Very good, very good. Um... You know, last last conversation was a very live one in our last podcast. We're getting great feedback on that. That was awesome. And for those of you who are listening to this one, you should go back and listen to that. It was incredible. It was really all about, you know, what natural means in our world of cannabis. And I'm, I'm you know, encouraging you guys to go back and listen to that because it was an incredible episode. So, you know, thank you guys for, um, for your support. And thank you to my co-hosts for keeping it super engaging. It was a very, very entertaining um, conversation. Always a pleasure, man. All right, good deal. So, like we always do, what's the weather like right now? <laughs> Why do you do it to yourself? Uh, you know I'm what? I'm a glutton for great. punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. How about you? Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a hoodie on right now in my house. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you know, it's man, crazy. It's been so cold. My God, I can't wait to come to Florida, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'll tell you something for sure. What's funny is that the next time we all get together, we'll be in Michigan, which really sucks. But um, but we gotta pick a, another warm destination. I think you know maybe we'll be in Jamaica again. I don't know or something. We gotta figure that out. But you know we need to to definitely you know plan more of our moves or our get-togethers around um, warm climates. So anyway, you know people don't want to hear about our travel plans. They are here to hear what we want to talk about today, which really is about more of an update. This episode we've had several great shows about you know lots of very very big topics in this industry and we're going to recap three of those today and give some updates uh the first one is a vaping safety issue that everyone's aware of and we all should be concerned about uh the second about the stock market and kind of what's happening in the world of cannabis as it relates to the stock market you know there's been a lot of turbulence there the third and the thing that we're most happy about because obviously, you know, Jamrock is um, partially based in Michigan, um, is adult use being moved up to December 1st, right? That's an amazing thing. And it's, um, it's something that will shape and change not just Michigan, but this industry overall. And we'll talk a little bit about that. So let's talk about vaping safety. You know, uh, I think you've all heard in the news, you know, people 
I'm getting sick, some dying, uh, you know, from vaping. And it, there's been so many stories. Uh, we're beginning to get to the bottom of some of it now. Uh, and the CDC recently came out and made it very clear that in many, almost all of the tainted products that were found, there was this vitamin E acetate as an ingredient. Oh, do you have any idea what it is? Any of you know what that is? Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny. Um, vitamin E acetate is essentially used in topicals. It's a petroleum product. But the, the, it's, it's interesting because they're using this product to help their bottom line. Essentially, it's a cheaper alternative to cutting um, the cannabis oils. And, you know, I, I I wonder what was the inspiration for that in the first place? You know, who would think of something so benign? Just so it, 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 it's a it's weird diabolical. concept. <laughs> right, diabolical, <laughs> right. You know, vitamin E acetate literally when you it's not supposed to be in, inhaled at all it's supposed to be rubbed on your skin for to, for somebody for these bad players in the industry to even think of using such an ingredient you know you you wonder like you know where is this going yeah it's really really scary i i gotta tell you um i, I don't know why and you know it comes back to this idea again of being very very transparent about what's in products and so on but also the testing of them you know making sure that things are properly tested it really does bother me that you have such bad actors out there who don't really care and obviously more than likely aren't even using the product they're just making it and putting it out there so you know these are people that are, are very bad for our industry and the thing that bothers me the most about this, quite honestly, is where, where are the arrests? How come no one's going to jail, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that that's a valid point, G. But, you know, one, one point kind of mirroring off of that that I want to make is that, um, and it's sort of a good thing, none of these tainted products were from registered, licensed producers. And I think not enough people in the press have made mention of that. I think it is something that is good for the industry. It shows that even though you have the unscrupulous people out there and these unscrupulous people are not part of the regulated industry. So it shows that the people who are spending the time, spending the effort, spending the resources are have a, a very good sense of, of responsibility to the consumer. So I think in, in all the noise and everything that is going on, that is a fact that is being overlooked. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. I mean, uh, you know, we talked about the bad, the bad actors a lot, um, but, it, you know, the bad actors would not exist if the consumer wasn't buying from the black market, right? Now, the big problem here, obviously, though, is that sometimes about access, right? People don't have access in a legal market. You know, the federal government still looks at this as an illegal product. Uh, and, you know, we're hoping that this all changes because if you look at why this is potentially happening, it all leads back to one thing, you know, not in, not the proper regulation isn't in place. The proper legal, legal um, aspects have not been worked out across states and federally. And, and so it leaves the room for the black market or illicit market, as I like to call it, to, to get out there on regulated market to, to really begin to hurt people. And so hopefully this all gets solved. You know, the other thing that I saw in the news and people should be aware of 
you know, there was a, a very, very big conversation about banning anything flavored as it relates to vape. Um, and, you know, I didn't get that personally, right? Like, why are you banning the, the f flavors, <laughs> right? You know, I, I understood that kids might be gravitating towards something that's called marshmallow, um, you know, but I, I still struggle with that. It's who is selling it to them, right? You know, I, I don't understand, you know, that aspect of just the labeling and them using it as the reason why you would ban flavors as if adults don't like flavors, too. Right, right. <laughs> I think I think they, it, it was a, 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 a kind of a scare, scare tactic in a way <laughs> that they, they, they kind of wanted to institute this ban. But I don't think it makes sense. Yeah, you know, a lot of kids are using it. But that only means that it needs to be better regulated. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And just like you regulate cigarettes and so on, I'm telling you, you walk into any place, you get carded. I've seen kids get carded. I, I don't understand why this is any different, you know? I mean, I think we can go back to the rules and regulations that work and let's, you know, make them work better. So, you know, it's very strange. But what was interesting, too, was I saw also that, you know, you know, President Trump has decided not to to kind of push forward on this just yet. Right. In terms of federally banning. So this might end up being a state by state decision um, overall, which is even messier. Right. To deal with. So, again, a lot to work out here, a lot to unpack. We're not done talking about vaping yet. You know, there's still a very big question of whether the technology of vaping itself is a safe, you know, who knows? And I think with more data, more understanding, you know, Jamrock is still not, you know, um, getting too heavily into that vaping area. We were at one point and now we're not, right? Because we are worried about everyone else's safety uh, and, uh, you know, we are not going to make a buck, you know, at the risk of people becoming ill. So we'll, um, we'll kind of hold and see what happens. So that's the update on vaping. Uh, next in the in our, in our news uh, update is uh, stock market. So the stock market has been very bumpy. For those of you that invest in cannabis or thought it was going to be the next big you know thing, it turned out obviously to be a bubble from a stock market standpoint. There were a lot of pump and dump schemes. You know, people who hyped up stock products and then uh, a lot of people buying and then you know suddenly they pull their money out. Uh, and also there was an overconfidence from the, on the part of some of these larger operators, particularly in Canada. Like Canopy and Aurora in Canada were, you know, both very, very hugely hit by the decline. Um, so the tune of around 35%, you know. Uh, now one of the big reasons that we discussed in a podcast that we encourage everyone to go back and listen to because um, you know, it was almost like we had a crystal ball here. We talked about the fact that there was a huge surplus of cannabis um, in Canada. I mean, a lot of it that was grown is just sitting there um, as part of what they call this cannabis 1.0. Um, and oh, you want to tell us a little bit about the, the, your perspective of the cannabis 1.0? I know you were very vocal about that on our podcast um, as being something that you know, you didn't seem to think it makes sense. You know, why yeah, not just it, bring everything out? Why, why this 1.0? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's a, it's a very interesting approach to cannabis because 
you know, even based on our last podcast when we talk about something being grown naturally and having an expiration date, you know, um, it's it doesn't sense for you to grow that much product with no intention of selling it or consuming it. You know what I mean? So they're coming with this 2.0, which means they'll be using this excess flour and plant material and process and turn it into concentrates. But I think even the beginning stages, you know, I have friends in Canada who go to these LPs, these licensed pursuit uh, producers, and they go to these um, dispensaries and the, the product that they're getting is garbage. <laughs> you know, play in the street. The product that they're getting is literal it's it's mass produced it's you know we mentioned that these plants are very stressed it's wispy it's it's harsh you know so if you're going to take that beginning material and use it to make concentrates then you're literally concentrating all that bad material so i I'm, i can't wait to see how this plays out so it sounds like you're not that hopeful on, on Cannabis 2.0. What do you think, Andre? I am not. <laughs> Gentlemen, the race is for, is not for the swift, but for those who can endure. Uh, I still support the position that I had in the podcast that we did concerning this. The truth of it is I have increased my portfolio. I have invested more in those companies, especially since the stock has dropped. There are a number of reasons why I believe it took place some of which you were just discussing. To me, that's not so much a reflection on the industry itself and the global development of the industry, but some bad management, you know, some speculators. And, you know, I have a big thing. I I have issues with people who speculate like that because, again, it's a small volume. It's a small number of people who make these speculations, but they have a lot of power. People listen to them and they jump or they don't jump. I am still looking at it from the perspective of the long term. The infrastructure is there and it is developing every single solitary day. Laws are being passed, laws are being developed, medicines are being developed, lifestyles are changing. I am still a proponent of investing in the industry. I hear that, you know, and I am with you 100%. In fact, the best thing you can do is buy low right so absolutely absolutely <laughs> so right now it's a good time to buy because it is low right and i think you know again this is an industry that will grow uh you know but like if anything else all bubbles burst and i think now we've we're, we're kind of level setting now and people are being smarter right the issue obviously is that a lot of people will be laid off there'll be a lot of jobs lost um, as a result because you know again earnings aren't there and the product price has completely dropped in canada right and in the, and, and we're they're hoping that you know 2.0 which is edibles and concentrates will save the day that more people will gravitate there but uh, you know oh you made a very very good point that you know kind of garbage in garbage out you're going to bring that garbage product and, and turn into concentrate that you have so much of and it might not be as good it might not work out as well it might be an issue that's related to the quality of the product and this is what these large providers need to think about it's you know this has always been an industry that is has pride itself on craft 
right? And and maybe, you know, mass production is not the solution. So we'll see. You know, we wish Canada the best. Um, and we'll move into our third and final update, which is about Michigan and how excited we are about Michigan adult use being moved up to December 1st. Oh, why don't you take oh, yes. us through that? Oh, yes. So it has been moved up. The reason they're stated is because they want to curb the illicit market. I'm not sure how well that will work out uh, because Michigan has prided itself on being a caregiver state for so long. Um, you know, as you said, these markets take time to mature and the caregiver model has been the status quo in Michigan ever since legalization here. You know, you the, the regular guy can go to his friend down the street that's growing three or four plants and gets, you know, an ounce or two of, you know, fairly good products because, you know, these people are, you know, Michigan takes pride in their cannabis. You know, I'd, I'd say that they're up there with Colorado. I won't even put California in the mix because they have a different, you know, thing going on totally over there. Different mindset. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens here. Um they are um approving a lot of licenses in a very fast manner. Um a lot of licenses are, are being approved every day. I think they're up to forty six licenses now. Um so you know, we'll see what happens there. This is great. What do you think, Andre? What's your thoughts here? I, for me, it's quite simple. It's too damn cold, okay? <laughs> so because this winter is being projected to be so cold, you guys want to figure out something else to do, so why not use some medical cannabis to get some rest? Um, I'm in agreement with what you said, all. Uh, they, they're really trying to get rid of the, the, the illicit market. Um, I also do recognize in some of the articles that I read that there has been, I think, about uh, 70 to 80,000 um, um, thousand customer drop in the medical marijuana sector. So as a result of that, there is a surplus in that market and they're looking for a way of using that product as opposed to destroying the product. So there are a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes. Either way it goes, it plays right into our, you know, our, our sweet spot, our wheelhouse. So I'm really happy that it has happened. Not happy that I have to go up there to be in the cold, but really happy that I'll have something to do while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, without question. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think we're seeing the writing on the wall for medical cannabis, right? You know, there was a time where you needed a medical card in order to consume. And now, as of December 1st, you don't, right? Um, and so, you know, obviously giving the opportunity for the guys who are in the medical business to transition into the adult business is fantastic. And I'm, 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 I'll applaud the, um, the Michigan legislature for doing that because obviously they've made significant investments in the businesses there. I wish them the best of luck. We're obviously going to be there. Um, and, you know, Michigan is going to be a cannabis destination, right? A place where people can come and, and partake and not be as concerned um, about, you know, the law and, and what that means, you know, just like having a drink, right? So it's it's going to be a very, very good thing and we're very happy about it and we'll be very active in it. Lots, lots to tell you guys about um, in the coming months about what Jamrock will be doing in Michigan. Uh, it's, it's definitely spectacular. 
So, and I'm excited. <laughs> absolutely, we all are for sure. Except for Andre, not having you can't wear shorts in the snow. Right. Do you own a pair of pants, my man? Bottle up, sir. I'm sure I can borrow one from each of you because of the quantities that you both have. Okay. <laughs> That's a good what are you trying to say? You look in my closet. Oh man, it's crazy. So again, you can hear the excitement, folks. We are very happy about this. this is a huge, huge move um, for Michigan and a huge move for us um, and we're very very happy to be a part of this industry and a, a part of what's happening um, in Michigan so you know and with that said we're at our three topics um, hopefully you you like this format we'll be bringing it to you more you know continuing to update you on what's happening in the industry um, and refreshing some of the things we talked about before right uh, we want to keep this as engaging as possible if there's anything at all any questions you have please reach out to us. We care at jamrockorganics.com. Very easy to get to us. Very easy. We're, we're willing to discuss anything. If you'd like to, to ask a question or whatever, you know, please feel free to reach out to us is the point. And uh, with that, I think we're pretty much the end of this episode. It's been a pleasure, guys. All right, guys. See you soon. All right. All right. Okay, bye-bye now. What's up, everybody? You've just listened to The Real Green Show brought to you by Jamrock Organics. If you enjoyed the show today, please support us by sharing the podcast or leaving us a review. To learn more about us, check us out at jamrockorganics.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our show, email us at wecare at jamrockorganics.com. Last but not least, please don't take any of the information you get on the show from the hosts or guests as medical legal or financial advice. Speak with the appropriate licensed professional. At times, we will share promotional information and provide commercial reviews of products. We will always disclose when we are paid or if any of our discussions are investment related. Thanks for listening to the show. Peace and love, my friends. Tell them as any to represent Jam Rock Organics, them have the best thing. Medicine marijuana, Jam Rock Organics, tell them. We have the best legal and medicine marijuana. We grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jam Rock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. Are the best legal and medicine marijuana. Grow natural upon the earth by the farmer. Jam Rock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis.